0: And many more. Here at RGM, we love the support that they offer us and the music-loving community around us. Check them out at Scotsmenswear.com Hello. Welcome to Monday, another edition of the RGM Experience podcast. Hi, guys. My name is Carl Maloney, the host. And Guy from RGM. How's your week been? Did you get all those things that you needed to be to sort out, sorted? Did you book your cats in with the uh, with the vets? Make sure they're vaccinated. Animals need it too. Hi guys, how you doing? You okay? Don't know where that came from. Uh. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday again and here we are. Thanks again for joining us. Last week's episode was an absolute joy. We spent it with comedian Harriet Dyer. Hope you enjoyed the show. Love speakers, Harriet. And I'm going to be spending more time down at Roll On The Floor Comedy in Sheffield. And interviewing comedians, actually, because they're great guests. They should be, shouldn't they? they're, They're funny people. But we also, you know, there's loads of people to support. And today we've got an amazing guest too. Sam Shiner, everybody. A champion of new music. There needs to be more people in the world like Sam. She's a manager. So loads of tips in this interview for bands that are listening in. What to do. You know, tips. What we're all about. The archive helps you with that as well. There's loads of other interviews with managers, PR people, um, uh, record label owners. It's all in the archives, guys, if, you, if you're looking for something to learn. Or if you just want some interesting chats with comedians uh, and celebrities, we've got Sean Ryder, Tom Binns, Dr. John Cooper Clark's in there. We're working hard on this podcast and the the hard work is paying off for us. And to celebrate and to start off the show, we're just going to announce that Scott's Menswear, our beautiful sponsor, are continuing to sponsor the podcast into the new year now. So great news. Thanks, guys. It's very much appreciated. Very much appreciated. Thanks, guys. You can hear the everything first around the podcast by simply going on Twitter. Twitter. RGM pod At one point of this week we only had Twitter to deal, to deal with. with. Facebook and everything going down. Everybody enjoying losing the shit. It's a thing in it that. And we and we talk about this with Sam a little bit there. People people enjoy or they can't wait to something to go wrong to jump on and oh it's a bit of a fucking cancer of the world out there at the minute. All these people just can't wait to, for something negative to happen to, to shout about. It's getting on my tits. Um, oh, a little bit of outbreak there from me. Sorry about that. Yeah, but basically what I'm trying to say is pop onto Twitter at Pod. That's where we do all the, the host of things. Uh, there's a video version of this podcast as well that, go, that will go out on RGM Facebook. Uh, not Facebook, on RGM. We will put some of the videos, there's some of the historic videos on, on Facebook. But all the new ones are on our YouTube channel, RGM TV. So thanks again for joining us. It's amazing to have you on board each week. Week 10? These weeks have flown. Yeah, it's really much appreciated. It really is, thank you. So on to to Sam Schirner now. (laughs) Can't speak today. Now, this interview took place on Friday last week. The night before, I had been enjoying myself down at the Albert Hall in Manchester where I went to watch the Blinders live. I did hit it hard that night on the booze. I'd had a lot on in my personal life that week and I kind of went to I, I drunk too much, basically. So the next day I was absolutely hanging. And on the YouTube video, I've made myself look smaller, because I don't look well. <laughs> but lesson learned. Drink responsible. Um, yeah. Great chat, though. Really per- easy person to speak to. An absolute champion of new music is our Sam. And the world needs more of her. So, without further ado, everybody, here's our interview. Sam Shinner. Thank you.
1: Hello, hold on.
0: Hold on. <laughs> Morning, mate. Hi.
1: Hi, Carl. How
0: are you doing? How's you all right? Hearing?
1: Yeah. Can you hear me okay? Yeah,
0: fine. Thank you. Perfect. I'm, I'm hanging, weird. Sam.
1: I've one of those. I'm so sorry. I, I've still got running gear on <laughs>
0: Don't. <laughs> you, don't you worry about it. I'm hanging. I went to see the blinders last night and I'm. Uh, oh. And I got too hammered.
1: Oh, I love the blinders. Yeah. I'd love to see them. Did you get hammered?
0: Yeah, I were not planning to, but I had a tough day at work yesterday, and thought, "Fuck it, I'm having a few beers." And that's and, be and
1: later I overdid
0: think. it a little bit. I'm afraid, but
1: it's always the way, though. Once you've had a couple, yeah. that's it. Then it's a slippery
0: slope.
1: <laughs> I I I don't think I can have ever been out and just had like two beers and been
0: sensible. <laughs> I know. Oh, when, not, when, when does that kick in? When you like become responsible and you know know your limits and that kind of stuff. When's that kick in? I don't know
1: if it, I don't know if it ever will. <laughs> okay, fair, <laughs> enough, fair
0: enough. So well, I've wh- just
1: seen that big announcement about the Liam Gallagher gig as well.
0: Oh, what's that? I've not I've not really seen the internet. Yet. Oh, is he doing? Oh, he's doing Nebworth. Wow.
1: Yeah, next beginning of next June. So I Are we going I saw someone leak the website this morning, so I oh. went on and ordered a. Vinyl, and you get like pre-sale access. And then I booked a hotel. Haven't even got the ticket yet. Christ, you're
0: all over <laughs> it. Oh wow, well, that'd be good, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, it'd be really good. Yeah. Oh,
0: but did that'd you did really you go really to? Fun. Are you old enough to to remember the old the original Networth gig?
1: Oh no, God no! How old are you then? Don't know
0: nine. Oh okay, I I was, yeah. but I didn't I didn't go. I've been to loads of other like Oasis gigs and that kind of stuff. I went. I followed them all over the world. I've been to LA and watched them and all that kind of stuff and the Hollywood Amazing. Bowl. I never saw them
1: once, Did I saw them at Wembley 2009, well,
0: that I'm, the I, one and
1: only time that I saw them.
0: Ah, uh, right, well like, I'm old enough to, uh, I went to see them in Sheffield, because I'm from Sheffield originally, their first arena gig in 94 or 96, something like that. Yeah, I'm a bit older, That's mate. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling it today, oh, I tell you. All at the right time though. Oh, yeah, it would it great. That. it would great. Shall we crack on? Nice one. So, hi, hi, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of this podcast, RGM Experience, with me, Carl Maloney, the host, and Sam Shiner. How are you doing, mate? You all right?
1: I'm good, Carl. Hi, yeah, thanks for having me. You're
0: very welcome. Thanks for joining us today. I keep, I like to discuss things on this podcast, <laughs> and I love meeting new people and champions of new music are all over the place and and, and, and i keep seeing you online on twitter celebrating <laughs> new bands you're a manager yourself um you know you're you're a champion of new music and i think it's great and i wanted to catch up with you have a chat find out who sam is a little bit and um <laughs> and, and just have a, a good old shoot the shit time today how are you doing yeah you okay? absolutely
1: yeah, brilliant. Yeah, no, like you said, so there's a lot of new music champions out there now, but which is great. It's like a yeah. kind of like a new wave coming through of all this new music. Yeah. But yeah. So basically, in my spare time, that's all I do. <laughs> yeah,
0: sure. So just t- talk us through, Sam. What, who, who is Sam, and how did you uh, discover this love of new music?
1: Um, so it was kind of, yeah. I, I guess it was kind of like a like a stone gathering moss kind of thing. Mm. So. Obviously, I think some some bands that I kind of liked saw I had like a good following. So they'd ask mm-hmm. me to retweet or listen to this, do this, do that, which was fine. Mm-hmm. And the other bands see that you're retweeting it. So it kind of just started from there maybe a few yeah. years ago now. Okay. Um, and then I did this big show um, in Coventry a couple of years ago. Just a shout out to the Lathams. Um, it is Friday yeah. today, so we don't yet know whether the Lathams have got number one album.
0: They uh, The Lathams they,
1: played at my I, Coventry show. So-
0: I've heard they are going to be number one and this podcast goes out, so I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> this this podcast goes out after it. Um, after?
1: Oh my goodness. If so, they do out over the moon. So the Laven's Cave, one of their first ever shows at my uh, Coventry gig, but I think kind mm. of from that date that's kind of, it all went a bit wild with the whole new music, but mm. I just see there's just so much talent out there and if I've got a platform for all these bands to use to get their music and their names out there, then I'm more than happy to do yeah. it. And I and everyone, it's kind of like a little community now, like all the other bands like support each other and mm. they're just all really amazing people. So yeah, it's it's great. It's hard work and it's pretty full on most days, but yeah. I enjoy it.
0: So what is this platform you've got then? Just talk me through that.
1: Well, I suppose it's just, just I suppose just like the number of followers, I guess, okay. um, that I've got. So that sort of came from elsewhere
0: but you put you put gigs um, on
1: yeah you're promoting, um yeah yeah a few i've got a few coming up um that we're putting on we've got one in liverpool mm. in a few weeks time and um, with some new bands one in london next january
0: yeah. Well, i don't
1: do loads because like the odd one here and there
0: so I where, say where are you based <laughs> where are you
1: based wiltshire
0: wiltshire okay but but these gigs are all over the country so you're, you're spreading your wings and finding new pockets of you know music loving people all over the place
1: yeah, anywhere but Wiltshire, basically. Oh, the right. <laughs> whole okay. goes on down here.
0: Okay. I think we've got
1: the near, the nearest venue will be the Cheese and Grain in Prume. I don't know if you've heard of it. I
0: don't. I haven't. No. I'm I'm based it's in Manchester. Quite, it's
1: a good little venue, actually. Yeah. We, we saw the Coral there a couple of years ago. Okay. Yeah, we've not really got down in the southwest. It's not really a huge music scene. Yeah. So yeah, we'll take it to the where sure. the music capitals are.
0: <laughs> so, so you mentioned you had a gig with the Lathams. What what were they like back in the day? Because I, I interviewed them at Tramlines recently and they're so chilled out about it all you know they're on the cusp of something special and you know the journey's just beginning for them. and you know it all looks great and things are just going mental for them. but they were so they were so laid back and it were like meh, just another day type thing that's the kind of lads they are and they're just taking it in the stride uh, enjoying yeah, it day they're, by day. they're
1: exactly the same now as they were like two mm. years ago like yeah and obviously we could see like their talent and you could yeah. see like what the potential was but i don't think anyone in their wildest dreams ever thought that from where they were two years ago that they'd be getting yeah. a uk number one album you just yeah it's just mind-blowing but they are they're so down to earth and so yeah. humble and everyone in their team that's behind them has worked so hard it's like so yeah they, they deserve all the success
0: what what do you think what where's the magic what, what, what is it with them can you put it into words it's I can't. I can't. I just, got, I'm struggling I just with it. I think it's yeah. not just
1: about the music. It's about the whole image, and mm. it's about the way that they've connected with their fans. Yeah. They, they've built up this completely cult following. So, mm. so when it when it comes to anything that they do, they've just got these cult followers that will be there forever. So it's, I think it's just the way that they connect with people too and the way that they advertise things and yeah. the, just really like right timing. So announcing EPs and single release at the right time, doing an album at the right time. I just think it's all about good timing and, yeah, just – just I, I, I don't even know if it's luck. I don't think luck even comes into it. I think they've just played it perfectly. Hard
0: work, yeah. Uh, and and, yeah. The, and the works so bloody hard, aren't they?
1: Yeah, worked really hard, like they're constantly out doing shows and like during lockdown and stuff as well, they did that Blackpool Tower, mm. like live event, obviously like everyone was watching from home. But yeah, I just think they deserve it all. And it's just great for guitar music as well, because obviously we had the Snups getting a number one album yep. what, a couple of months ago now. Um, So I I think, like, going back to the early noughties, I've spoken to a lot of people recently, Mm. it just seems there's a bit of a shift in the music now, like what's popular. So it's great to see.
0: Yeah. Well, one one thing I did notice that the band are doing, um, random fans were posting online and that they'd received, like, a big Latham's flag they haven't bought it. Yeah. They just sent it out to random fans, and they're tweeting yeah. the band saying, "What's this? I ain't ordered this." And the band are replying. Exactly. The band are replying saying, "It's a gift to you from us," type thing. That yeah,
1: and it's amazing. Like I love that. It's, that's just such a thoughtful thing to do, isn't mm. it? Yeah, I, I saw that too. The people getting random flags three. <laughs> yeah,
0: great that. So the, the timing of it all, because you're because you're a manager as well. I'm, I'm I'm trying to figure out how when I see a success like. The Lathams, I, I manage a band as well, so I'm I'm trying to learn from seeing these successes that are out there and figure out how we can help other people and maybe rip off in a you know uh, you know a bit of a you know not great words but you know just maybe no, copy copy what they're doing and help other bands in, do it in, in a similar kind of way.
2: That's that's the word I'm looking for.
0: Yeah, that's the <laughs> <laughs> words failed me again. Um, so how do we how do we look at bands and inspiration and support other bands what 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 should we take from it
1: yeah I mean I I obviously see like a lot of what the the successful bands are doing and I think that's just a key just keeping an eye on what they're doing really just making mental notes about stuff that's really successful but I I, I think like the fan engagement is a really important thing Mm. so if you're managing a band about creating this kind of fan base that will support you through anything because if you get those loyal fans, mm. they're just going to talk about you to everybody. So I think that's the main thing. I mean, with the RAS, obviously I only took over them a few months ago and with, they've not actually played yet since
0: they okay. just got to
1: embark on their UK tour, on their tour oh, in a few weeks, but I'm not, they've not actually played. So it's been quite difficult for us to create like engaging content because mm. we've not, they've not really done anything because yeah. the singer was getting married. But okay. I think like going forward, I think we're going to just try and everyone that comes to see us just – see them play like try and engage with them and obviously any if people have enjoyed the gig then hopefully they'll just talk about it Mm. and that's what you want you want people to spread the word i think
0: yeah the the timing timing how do you how do you plan timing how do you how do you predict when's a good time to release stuff or engage with your fans i i don't think i'm ever going to get the hang of timing things well (laughs) What, what 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 is the, I, I know. What the, I, I, I
1: think it's I just trial and on. error. Like, yeah. like the ride's got this song. If you never try, you'll never know. Yeah. And that's kind of like, since I've been with them, that's kind of like our ethos. So mm. if we see like a great band playing in Glasgow, I've got mm. no qualms. I'll just message them on Instagram. Mm. Not never in every a time, they won't reply, but you never know. One time they might go, oh yeah, actually, yeah. This band are really good, but yeah, so we're we're just like just constantly looking out for opportunities that would be beneficial to them, really. So it's I think more like quality over quantity too. So
0: yes,
1: yeah, I don't know. We just we just try anything, really. Yeah, I
0: know. I know. I'm just I'm just trying to learn Sam. and it's oh god, and,
1: and, I'm so new to this so car, I've never done it before, so I'm completely new to it. <laughs>
0: well, we're, we're, <laughs> well and, and another thing about like you know this industry, it's a it's a really small industry as well, and everybody does kind of seem to know each other a little bit i think somehow uh, because the internet's you know out there and everybody's everybody can see everything that everybody's doing which is as its pros and cons i suppose um what kind of what would you like to see change in the industry if anything
1: yeah. So you asked me this question.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I think the biggest thing for me is what bands actually get back from the music that they put out at this kind of like grassroots level. Mm. So in terms of like people like Spotify and Apple, mm. I think they I think they just need to pay artists a lot more like yeah. per stream. I don't think you can really ask fans to do much more because most bands have got merchandise and sale, and obviously not everyone can afford yeah. it. But I think people that are making a lot of money from these, these bands like life's work and such hard yeah. work that they put into it. I think like f- 0.0014 pence of a no, not yeah. point. I think it's 0.0014 is pence it they
2: is that- get
1: per stream on Spotify, okay. and that that needs to change. Like, I think yeah. Spotify needs to be more about supporting the artist rather than just completely taking yeah. it all away from.
0: I, I definitely think raising awareness. Somebody, a, a band tweeted, I think it were cold water swimmers. In Manchester, posted like if cold you buy, water swimming. Yeah, if you, if you if you buy a T-shirt from us, it's equivalent to like a hundred thousand streams or something mental like that, and it means so much more to a band. To I've, I've had many chats with people in the industry, and people do say, and I keep saying it. I don't like saying it, but the the music industry is a T-shirt selling business, uh, and that's how bands make the money. Unfortunately, because there's no money in the actual in the yeah. art in the art in in the actual. Um, in the music these days, which is a shame. I
1: know it's. it's well, I've support. I've, I own, uh, I own over three hundred band T shirts, so <laughs> okay. I've, I don't mind
0: bit. <laughs> oh, fair enough. You're holding the industry up on <laughs> all on your own there, Sam.
1: So. I know. <laughs> I've kept the music industry afloat. But no, no. But like you say, I, I think it's it's difficult, isn't it? Because mm. the people that are making the most money. Yeah. You know, they're always gonna be the ones that are gonna be making the huge profits. But I think from the I think I would probably say for the majority of bands that the reason they do it is just because they love being in a band.
2: Yeah. And
1: I think it's like everyone's every school kid's dream, isn't it, to grow up yeah. and be in a rock band. So I yeah. I think for the majority of it that they they do it because they love doing the music. But at the same time, what they get back, I think that they're just frustrated and Obviously, it's, it's most bands will end up out, out of pocket if they go to have to travel anywhere to go and play a gig. The, but...
0: the, the, there is there's still positives to having your music accessible, um, and you know wherever you are in the world, you can find any band on Spotify. So that has its positives, and you can you can make a career by uh, having your music out there in the world. When I used to be in a band, it just used to be passing on. Uh, CDs and tapes to people. Where now? Yeah. Where well, used for the
1: band, did you? Yeah. What did you do in the band?
0: I was. I pl- I did the easy bit, the rhythm guitar bit, and backing vocals. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool though. that's Cool. Yeah. But it, it, that, but yeah no. It's, yeah.
1: Like I say, Spotify is Spotify's great. Like for the consumer, it's yeah. great. Like I use Spotify all day, every day. So mm. I'm, I, I still love it as a product. I just think they can do more to support the artists and yeah. bands, even if they were to just give them like a penny per stream. Yeah you know it could it could be the complete like change their lives Mm.
0: did you do you find through the algorithms and things like that on spotify do you do you find new bands and invest in them through spotify or do you just you've got your own search and you know you, you might see something on a playlist or whatever how do you engage with music online
1: yeah, so so my my algorithm on Spotify. So for instance, like, like today is obviously New Music Friday. Well, oh. I know it's going to be out on the most. Yeah. As we're recording, it's New Music Friday, yes. so I get the release radar that comes up. So it's not just bands that I follow; mm. it's also like recommended bands. So today's release radar oh, is—I'll yeah. tell you how many hours long it is. Um, oh, where is it? It is twelve hours and fourteen minutes long today.
0: There you go. Is that is that ready for your run, or have you been on your run?
1: I went on my run this morning <laughs> at six o'clock.
0: That's it. That's good, <laughs> yeah, I'm, good... sorry,
1: I'm sorry, I'm still in my running
0: gear. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's, that, that's cool. So, uh, so who's on who's on the list then? Who's popping up today?
1: So, oh so so, so I added about fifty songs onto my playlist. Yeah. So we've got new tunes: Sam Fender, mm. Affleck's Palace. Right. Sherlock's sorry it's live in the background my dog growling oh, yeah. um, Kid Violet from yeah. London they're amazing oh. um, yeah Planet there from Australia they're great Royston Club have got a new EP out Yeah,
0: we've
1: got a song from Zuzu from Liverpool she's mm. amazing yeah. I could go on I could just talk yeah, to people
0: yeah, No, uh, no it, it, it's <laughs> great in it but you know like I, I use Apple and it's not it, Apple doesn't seem as good to to find new stuff the, 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 the playlists aren't as sophisticated as Spotify I find yeah um, I and think
1: I, Spotify's definitely improved within mm. sort of the last like twelve months in terms of like what you're listening to mm. and th- it creates playlists for you and stuff like that. So it is quite good. Like the algorithms, yeah. are good and it does bring up a lot of like new bands as well for me, which is yeah. good.
0: How How are you finding being a manager of a band then? Do you is it? Oh, I love do it. You, yeah, go on. So talk us yeah. about your your role with the RAS and uh, how you met them and you know how it all came about as you know Sam the the band manager now. <laughs>
1: So they they messaged me on Instagram and okay. they said, "Oh, do you know of any good bad, any good bands managers?" Sam and I was <laughs> like, "Well, obviously I know like people that do like bands management, but I mm. wouldn't be able to say like what they'd have, what they'd actually be able to do for yeah. you, whether they'd be good or not." And they were like, "Well, actually, we're messing with you because we thought, would you like to give it a go?" And at first, yeah. I was like, "No, i not. I can't manage bands. I can't mm. do that." And then we all met on like a Zoom call like this, and yeah. we just all got on really well. So yeah, we just all get on really well. They're just great guys, and I th- I can see what they see. Like what, what they see Mm. in themselves, I can see in them as far. I totally believe in them. So that helps, I guess.
0: (laughs) Well, I've, I started managing a band about a year ago in lockdown and the poor sods, all they wanted to do is just play live. And it all got depressing through lockdown when everything got took away from them and all that kind of stuff. How how do you, how do you keep a a young, passionate band um, motivated? And what what tips would you give to, uh, to other bands that might be watching this that, you know looking for a bit of inspiration
1: i think i i I guess the key to anything really is good communication so Mm. like we're we're always constantly thinking of like different things that we can do like today we're gonna release that every month we're gonna do like a playlist where they all choose like a few tracks go on a playlist And i think like we just have regular chats and we're in a group chat on whatsapp yeah so we're yeah I, i think we just we just talk a lot and it's, it's been quite hard the last couple of months because the singer was getting married so it's all yeah. kind of he's been really really busy so we've not been sure. able to do anything but it, it is difficult and I think like especially the, the last 18 months have been just really frustrating for bands that have not been able to play yeah but hopefully it'll that'll all change now it's yeah. all back
0: <laughs> yeah so what's the plan for the band then what 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 level are they at now would you say um um there's different, there's different tiers of the industry, isn't there? So, so you might get a band that they've just they've all just got together. They've got a few songs. They're, re- they're they're quite well rehearsed, you know. There's a lot of work still to do to t- to tighten up the band. Uh, then maybe the next level is where RGM might come into the the industry where we might get you a bit of press. It might be your first review. It might be uh, a gig with me down at Gullivers in Manchester or whatever. Uh, and then they might and and then there might be then there's like another level of like. Uh, where I see it as like, you know, where the bigger national promoters are and they, um, uh, and they put the band on in different places all over the, the, the industry and then it starts ticking off and then, and then they move to their own management team after that. Where, where, where kind of, where does your, where do your boys like fit within the scale of things?
1: They've been a band for a long time, so mm. about 10 years or so. So oh, okay. they have kind of played, they've, they've kind of played some big gigs and then mm. went away and they, crowd like they've got a kickstarter campaign to crowdfund their album which mm. was released in may yeah um so they've got a tour in a few weeks they're doing they've got sold out dates in edinburgh and glasgow um, uh-huh. and they're also doing aberdeen and newcastle so get your tickets if you're yes Aberdeen I'll, and newcastle i'll put and a then, link on I this can't say too as well. much. Yeah. i can't say too much but we do have yeah. plans for the spring next year yeah for bigger bigger shows in, and all around the uk as well so so nice. yeah nice. I, I think it's going to be good like as soon as you can get out playing again it's going to yeah. be good but we are we are in touch with a couple of big promoters so yeah. just have to i think next year is going to be big for them
0: yeah so the, the festival season uh, I've, I've seen you on twitter enjoying the festival season sam how have you found it this year <laughs> being back in in festival mode and just getting out there and just cracking on and enjoying life again
1: Oh, it's been amazing. So I went to Reading. I only went for one day. I went mm. to, to Reading on Sunday. Then I was I was working at Isle of Wight Festival. I was yeah. DJing.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, okay. With this
1: feeling, yeah. yeah. Oh, so wow. that was just yeah. the most amazing experience. Um, But I spent the majority of my time at this feeling stage. But yeah. I what the, the amount of bands that I've obviously got to know over lockdown, seeing them play live and getting to meet yeah. them all and having a beer with them was just, yeah, just absolutely amazing. Yeah. So it's, it's good yeah. to be back.
0: Were you DJing yeah. the, the, this feeling stage there then? Yeah. Yeah. And how was that?
1: Yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah.
0: Do you do it a, a lot? A lot have, you, have, it, have you done it a while? Have you, have you been no, that was out? my
1: first time.
0: Okay. So c- can anybody just <laughs> DJ then?
1: Wow, I can't let you into the secrets there, Carl. Yeah, well, it's, it's quite easy, really.
0: Yeah. yeah no. So it's, yeah, I get, I'm, I'm, I'm always a little bit down on DJs because I just think it's playing one song after another. Which to me seems easy, but there's, there's know, a skill to, to, to it. I know. I have like
1: DJ, like I don't want yeah. to take away from the craft of an actual DJ mixing yes. and stuff. No, so yeah, it's it's basically playing songs. Yeah, <laughs> but it was loads of fun. But you've got to be on the pool though. So you've got to read the room, have...
0: aren't you? I suppose that does a skill into it. Reading the room and knowing what you know. If a, if a, if a crowd's not particularly digging one song, then you could bring in the next song to win them back round again. And I, I suppose it's a constant battle. Uh, to keep the, the crowd going, yeah, really. kind I of
1: more chilled out than that. So everyone yeah. took it in turns to, like, do songs, like, in between the bands. Like, we did, yeah. like, on the Saturday night and the Sunday night, we did, like, our own little set on stage. Hmm. And, like, then we had, like, a crowd to try and please. But it was, yeah, yeah. it was just an amazing experience. I'm so thankful for them yeah. for asking me to come along. <laughs>
0: yeah, so what kind of stories came out of uh, Isla White, then? Anything you, anything you can tell us about, or...?
1: It was one of those that's really put you crazy on the spot. weekends. Sorry,
0: mate.
1: <laughs> no, no, that's okay. It was just yeah, it was just one of those crazy weekends. So I went. So I got to the festival site at about midday on Saturday. On yeah. Saturday, got back to my hotel three p.m. on Sunday. Wow. So it was a pretty wild night. So there was loads of the bands and stuff. We ended up back at one of the bands' tents yeah. until wow all I can remember is it getting light and oh, <laughs> thinking oh my god I've got to get go back to the hotel I had a kit for a couple of hours on their 10th floor yeah and then <laughs> yeah but yeah no obviously Liam Gallagher falling yeah. out his helicopter. yeah I wasn't there didn't see it but
0: wow that
1: was, that was probably the most rock and roll moment of
2: Alibi
0: <laughs> and you mentioned Liam Gallagher there just announced Nebworth again and um we've got a good of that haven't we
1: yeah, I, I was I was on the ball this morning, Carl. So set, yeah. I think it was latest Oasis news that tweeted that if you buy Liam's new record on mm. vinyl or CD or whatever, he'll give send you like a pre sale link. Yeah, that's going right. out next. Well, I think it will actually probably be a couple of days after this goes out.
0: Wow. Okay. So
1: yeah, it was that's going to be huge.
0: Yeah, it, we'll n- probably
1: do two dates though. I imagine he's probably going to sell out the first one and then announce the second day.
0: Sure. N- n- nostalgia. This. 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 There's something to be had there, isn't there? I think, just going back to the Lathams a little bit, they, 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 they feel quite nostalgic. They feel like, particularly the music, you know, it's got a bit of a Smiths vibe and that kind of stuff. And, you know, like, it's got uh, echoes of, you know, the former glory days. And there's something in nostalgia, isn't there? I don't know Definitely. what I'm trying to say. And
1: I would say for the Lathams as well, they're all quite old souls. Like, as yeah. people, they're all... It's almost like that they are really old souls. And like so yeah, they've got so much music inspiration. Yeah. Smiths, Arctic Monkeys. But there's definitely something coming. Like, I felt it for a little while, but yeah. like I said this last like six months with the Snuts and the Lathans doing really well. It's yeah.
0: good. I've got an Arctic Monkeys story, Sam. If, uh, if The regular listeners to this podcast will be sick of me saying this, but <laughs> I, I, I like to bring it up at every opportunity. The, the Arctic Monkeys supported my band the first ever gig they played. No way! Yeah, yeah.
1: i would i would tell everyone that as fun.
0: it's my favorite story in the world and i don't i I don't share make any bones of sharing it with the world at every opportunity so thanks for bringing the Arctic Monkeys up and reminding me oh
1: that's (laughs) that's so cool what that's a story and a half and hopefully we're gonna have a new Arctic Monkeys album coming so mind you this is this is the rumor that we've been hearing for a couple of years now so until it's actually every two or
0: three years they'll, they'll, they'll they'll us, won't they again which would be nice yeah don't
1: know where they're going to go next though after the last album yeah yeah
0: whether Maybe. they'll
1: go back to their more guitar kind of roots but i yeah. don't know it'd be interesting to see
0: well they're, they're always interesting. every time they bring a new album out it's marketed a different way and they look different and they dress different and they, they have a different <laughs> sound don't they so how, how important do you think that is for 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 bands to to attempt and Trying to stay relevant. I think it
1: depends on the band. So yeah. I, I look at, look at bands like Biffy Clyro. Like, mm. they have not changed, really, yeah. <laughs> ever. Yeah. And they're still making, like, amazing records. So I think it just depends on the band, really, and the, yeah. kind of the fanbase. I think it's quite good to evolve, but only if it's a natural evolution. I, d- I don't think you should go in and deliberately try and change everything up. I think it should just be a natural kind yeah. of growth. With Alex Turner, he's kind of, you know, he's kind of like that, isn't he? He's, yeah. Yeah, I I think he I think I think that Alex Turner's been hiding away and he's been let loose on the last album. Yeah.
0: Oh that'd be good. Hi dog. What's the dog's name?
1: Lila. Sorry, Lila. He's
0: all right. It's or he or she? Lila.
1: She. She Lila. She's named after the Oasis song, Oh of
0: course. Right, I got you. (laughs) (laughs) Hi Lila. Yeah, she
1: she likes to still (laughs) Hello Carl. (laughs) Yeah, she likes she likes to get involved with everything I do.
0: Oh, brilliant, brilliant. So, uh manager, champion of new music. Um how do you find just just going back to the manager thing again how how do you find um how how were the band with the business side of it because the the band that i manage sinclair they hate that side of it and they and they can't, and that's why i'm doing it for them because they all they want to do is the 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 best bit which is playing live and 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 playing the songs how how do your guys or when you're speaking to bands how do how, how do you try and help them with the business boring part of it all
1: I know that's the thing, it's it's a lot of lot of admin, isn't it, as well? Yeah. But no, I've I've been doing as much as I can for them. Mm. And there's still still some stuff that they do, but I'm trying to take that responsibility away from them. Yeah. Um, by doing all the boring contracts and stuff like that. So
0: Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> the own it,
1: glamorous side of it all. But yeah. I don't mind. I I don't mind stuff like that. People don't
0: see that though, do they? Where people no, looking in or they might just be casual gig goers and that kind of stuff. They see the band and they just think you know, there's a business behind them, and 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 the band has to be a business for them to survive, um, for them to pay the rent. Uh, to put it crudely, yeah. don't they? So, uh, what kind of? How? Are your band? Do, do they all work as well, or do they? Uh, oh yeah, yeah
1: they. But they've all got full time jobs yeah, as well. Sure. So so yeah, it's obviously obviously ideally in the ideal world they do rock and roll for a living. Yeah. But no, so yeah, they all they all work full time. Mm. So that kind of obviously helps, but for a lot of musicians that are that's their only income it's really difficult yeah i can imagine yeah
0: what kind of what so what bands did you see at isla white then who stood out for you uh back back um, down south the
1: skinner brothers were probably mm. my favorite set yeah have you heard of them i
0: have heard of them have, have they just announced a big support tour the because that's it i know i'd seen it somewhere wow and
1: they supported them um, they supported mike skinner as well but they were mm. they were absolutely fantastic wow. but the crooks were amazing the claws were amazing
0: yeah
1: um cruel hearts club i
0: brilliant. love that yeah. i saw Everyone's them online so uh, uh female fronted band aren't they are you, are,
1: that's it do,
0: am i allowed to say that is that is that me being a bit of a bloke in the industry saying a female fronted bloke uh band Oh, I don't think so I'm, I'm always a bit cautious okay. about it because I, I know it, it, it's sh-
1: dodgy it's dodgy territory dodgy, it? <laughs> it,
0: it is and I, I always like put my foot in it I'm not meaning to but I, you know just trying to you know work but it no, out in not, my own head nice, what's it's right nice
1: for, yeah no it's, it's nice because it's nice to get the, the balance still isn't right You still, the, mm. I think the amount of bands that come through I think there are just more bands like boys that get involved with bands yeah but there's, there's, there's there, Megan Wynn she was amazing yes yeah um the, the gen, um jen and the d- degenerates they were yeah. absolutely fantastic i like, put on an amazing performance we had
0: jen on, um, on a, a live stream during lockdown uh, on rgm yeah. yeah we did a stream with her she's i met her at uh, an industry thing off the record in manchester funny funny last that one she's got funny she was bones fantastic yeah.
1: what a performer she was yeah. great and then um who oh. else did we have just trying to think of who else we had the girls
0: the Crooks, I, I interviewed the Crooks. You mentioned them earlier. Uh, they've been on a previous podcast as well. I know uh, their manager, Ben, I used to go to college with them years oh, and years are you, ago. Are you
1: sh- you, oh, you're from, where do you live now? I'm, I'm from Sheffield,
0: not- but live in Manchester now.
1: Ah, I see. Okay. Yeah, so I know they're yes, Chesterfield players. Sheffield Yeah. Yeah, well, so, so the Crooks closed. They did. They were the final band on, on the Sunday. Mm. And they, yeah, they're fantastic.
0: How,
1: so it blows me away, some of the talent. Yeah. That on that stage is just amazing. How
0: how how was it like later on on the Sundays? Everybody just knackered and just wanting to get it out of the way. Or was people got a second wind at that time? That well, point. they were
1: all at a funny time because mm. everyone was walking back from the main stage and they were just walking past the tent. So I was literally oh. pulling people in.
0: So oh, okay. Like <laughs> good idea. Good
1: idea. <laughs> I was like, get your asses in here now. <laughs> but yeah, no, they had the tent full up by the end. So yeah, yeah it was good. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sunday night to anyone. Like Thursday night for the speeding tent was amazing because the, the whole main arena was closed off. So oh, the Spilling okay. tent was like the main source of music on the Thursday mm. night. So they had crowds going all the way back to like the food vans. It was great. Wow. Such a good atmosphere.
0: Yeah. Oh, what the the, the Isle of Wight Festival? I've never been to it myself personally. Is it is it a bit of a is is it hard work to like get to and stuff because you have to get on? I know you've got to get on a boat to the island it's and not, then and then it's fair.
1: It's not, yeah, the journey to the actual festival is not that bad. No. Like, so when you if you come off the ferry or the hovercraft, they've got double decker buses hovercraft. Take you straight to the festival. Oh, it's so much fun, Carl. Like, <laughs> they go so fast. I went on the ferry. I went on the ferry last oh, time. Okay. The hovercraft's brilliant. It's just like a massive speedboat, basically, that oh. takes you
0: across the Oh, I like, I like the idea of a hovercraft. <laughs> I'm going next year just just for the hovercraft, I think, as well. It's and so and much music. fun. I've been to
1: Pintov <laughs> like, quite a few times. Yeah. Um, but no, there's always buses. As soon as you get off at the end of the pier, mm. you walk to the end of the pier,
0: Yeah,
1: and you've got buses that take you to the festival site. But yeah. I stayed in a hotel, like the other side of the island, so my hotel was a real pain to get to and fro oh, okay. from. Okay. Um, but no, it's it's that they put that like, the transport's really really good and simple. Yeah, and it's a great festival. Like just one of my favourite festivals.
0: It's got a lot of history as well. That festival, isn't it? You know, you know the the, the newer festivals that pop up learn from festivals like Isle of Wight, Leeds, Reading. Oh. Um, what other ones are? Obviously, Glastonbury, that kind of stuff. The ones where that they've got that they've got that history. You know, they've had the Who on and all yeah. that kind of stuff, and they've had the the big names through the years, when it when it when they used to be free and people and hippies used to turn up. that Those hi, those his, historic festivals, there's there's something about them, isn't there? There's something in the air at those type of places in festivals. Definitely.
1: Land. I got I had the pleasure of meeting in John Giddens as well at the oh, yeah. Festival, which was really great. Yeah. At, at Liam Gallagher's set. Yeah, I got to meet John. So the guy that runs it, runs it. Yeah. He was lovely. He had a real like aura about him. Just yeah. he was really, really nice. But you can just tell like he was just like a big, like a huge character, and just a really, yeah, a really nice guy. Yeah, what, yeah, what, White is legendary, isn't it?
0: What did you talk to him about?
1: I can't remember now.
0: To yeah. be honest,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd had a f- I'd had a few beers. Oh, by okay, that
0: point. okay, fair I'd, enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was only chatting for a few minutes. Just yeah, like, okay. okay,
2: okay.
1: Nice okay. to meet you. Sure. And yeah, so he got us all backstage.
2: Oh,
0: for the nice. little
1: little backstage area for Liam Gallagher's set, which yeah. was really amazing. Did you, did so you I think meet, we just said thank you for that. <laughs> did you
0: meet Liam? Did you see him coming on or going off or anything like that?
1: No, I didn't go near the stage. I was just stood by the front of the stage right. watching. Yeah. Um, but no, it would have been idea. It would have been great if I could, but I didn't go there for that.
0: <laughs> no, no, I, I get you. Well, uh, <laughs> it,
1: was a it was a pleasure to be there. It would have yeah. been amazing. But
0: well, the the, the backstage when I, when I was a young kid, I used to dream about being backstage at places and since I started RGM and covering music and being backstage a few times it's not the best it's not the best place to be is it it's just (laughs) you're not missing anything by not being backstage I don't think so people that say oh you've been backstage I'm like well it's it's basically a -a portaloo there's a few beers there (laughs) uh, and and there might be a sandwich for summer it's not exactly it's not like the holy grail of places to be at all, the, the backstage bit.
1: It's not. I think people imagine it to be like all glamorous yeah. and all these celebrities are milling about, but <laughs> it's normally completely empty. And yeah. like you said, it's a few warm beers on the side.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what what kind of things are you seeing in the industry at the minute? And... Uh, um. What what am I trying to ask you here, Sam? Uh, topics in the I've just put a note to myself. Topics in the industry. I, do you know when you write yourself a note and you don't know what you mean by it? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. What what kind of like themes are you seeing in the music industry at the minute? What what's 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 new out there? What's exciting? What's different? What's what, what's floating your boat at the minute out there in the music? What gets you, what keeps think, you going? I
1: think there's, so I, I think like with the upcoming, cause I'm obviously just upcoming indie scene, but there are mm. a lot of bands that are, that like have their own kind of sound. Yeah. Like I said, this band from London, Kid Violet, mm. like they've they just got this joy division, like edgy sound to them. And yeah. I'll just, I listen to them and I just think, wow, like they're just so, so different. I think there's a lot of bands as well. that are kind of like within the indie kind of scene, but mm. Obviously, I don't, like, I don't know if you've heard of Brooke Coombe from Brooke Coombe, name, the name singer. Means, well,
0: I will check it out after this interview, anyway.
1: He's, so she, so she is oh, amazing. She, she's a she's a singer-songwriter. Yeah. I think she's oh, she's Glasgow, um,
0: Glasgow, from
1: Glasgow, and yeah. um, but she sings. She's got a voice as powerful as Adele. She oh. plays her own guitar. She plays piano. So So that she's kind of in fitting like with this whole indie scene, mm. but she's like beyonce or someone. Wow. she's just amazing, so yeah i think I think it's just like this whole indie route we've still got, but mm. there's a there's a lot of like strong bands out there that have this kind of different sound that really yeah. stand out how do
0: you, as a promoter i was, I was hoping after lockdown that all the noise online is that everybody's dying to go to a gig again. And I, I, after lockdown, I, I, and I've had a few shows myself, some have done okay, some have done really well, some have been quite quiet, and I've been surprised at mm. um, how hard work it's been as a promoter to get people out of the house to see new music, even after lockdown. I thought it was going to be easier than this. Uh, yeah. H- how, how do you find that that side of things?
1: Well, I think personally for me, I haven't really booked many, many mm. new gigs because yeah. of all the rescheduled gigs from prior to lockdown. Yes. Oh. My calendar's completely full of all rescheduled stuff, so I think that is something to do with it. I think people have got all these gigs and festivals that they've pre-booked, and they've all just been rescheduled now for like this autumn or Mm. beginning of next year. I think people are not booking like many new gigs, and I think also like during lockdown, we had like more disposable income that we've kind of got used to spending, maybe elsewhere. (laughs)
0: Oh, I know it's, so, it's having, so expensive to go out as well, isn't it? Last yeah. night, I, I went to the blinders last night and looked at my phone this morning to see how much I'd spent. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> that, were, that were a pricey one. And, you know, th- there's definitely something in that, though, about, you know, people having all these rearranged gigs that have just been, um, just, um, you know, th- there's people that are at gigs every bloody night because things have been rearranged I know. and people exactly. people aren't buying new tickets maybe now because they're they're just getting the backlog out of the way there's something in that
1: yeah so from from my experience that's why i've not really booked that many new Mm. i've only probably booked maybe four or five new gigs since lockdown's been over because i've just got like i'm going to see the snuts three times in a week i've got Fontaines DC like three times in a week because they're all just rescheduled shows and whether I go to them or not remains to be seen. But they've yeah. all been rescheduled so close to each other. So obviously, there's a, there a lot of people probably hesitant to buy new things while they're waiting for reschedules to be announced as well. Yeah. Because obviously, they don't want to book a gig and then they say, "Oh, this gig's going to be on at so and so." I think that's probably a reason for it. Yeah, I don't think I don't think people have lost their love for live music.
0: No, it's, it's just
1: as other commitments.
0: <laughs> it's, it just felt like. As soon as lockdown had finished, everybody's just going to go out and go to gigs. That's how it felt like online, and I've just not felt it yet. So I don't know if that were a little bit of virtue signalling from a few of the online community, or or it's just me being a bit cynical. Probably me being cynical. I think.
1: <laughs> I think it'll all come back. I think from next year, people are going to have more time and
0: yeah, get the back It's the backlog. It's got to be the backlog, isn't it? Because I, I,
1: I'm i pretty sure it is. Because yeah. I had a gig in
0: Manchester last week and we were up against the lottery winners at the Ritz, their homecoming gig, sold out lottery <laughs> gig. Cortina's, uh, Old Trafford. Oh, uh, no. The Slow Readers Club, uh, a lot of their fans come to our gigs because it's that kind of d- demographic. They were on in Sheffield. Deja Vega, they were on in uh, another demographic where we, you know... Uh, what gig did fans. you put on? I uh, put uh, RGM Live at Gulliver's. So like oh. grassroots bands and just putting, we, oh, we do what okay. we do one a month in Manchester. You're very welcome. If you're ever in town, um, pop yourself down, Sam, you'd be more than welcome to come and join us.
1: Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, I do it yeah, Sheffield uh, as well. Was it last Saturday that it was on? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, last Saturday. My friends also had a gig in Manchester on Saturday as oh, well. Okay. Listen up music. They had Moonlight Parade and a few other bands playing. Yeah. So I know a lot of people went to that, but yeah, I think it's like yourself, and there's just a lot of gigs all being put on again now. Yeah. but i think it'll all kind of level itself out again yeah
0: soon good, good how how do you find just one last question i think and i'm trying i'm <laughs> trying i'm trying to word this in a way that makes sense um i, I as a, a as a magazine owner and runner i i i keep seeing a lot of elaborate tales from other blogs within the industry claiming to be doing quite a lot of things where where they're not do you think there should be more regulation of blogs and, and the press in general do you, do, you, do you think it's a problem i I'm, I'm I'm trying to find and, and look for stories out there in the industry and I'm finding quite a lot of uh, false claims out there that I want to call out and um, make people aware of.
1: I'm not quite sure I understand. So, what people are writing yeah. blogs no, but,
0: uh, about the magazine? Uh, no, or, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it's fine. I, it, it's you know, <laughs> words are failing me again. It's you know, I should be I should, I should be better at this. Um, uh, no, no. But I've seen, for example, there's a there's a blog out there that keeps saying that they've they've got like five or six million views on it, and I know for a fact that that can't be right because websites like the enemy don't get those type of figures. So it's, it, it's people making false claims and and selling those claims onto bands uh, and Aww. working with them and, and not and not i don't think they're being genuine with 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 the with the exposure that the promising you know I think, bands Carl, that's all? i
1: think i think don't worry about everyone else is doing do i just focus on what you're doing love yeah it's the same with bands and stuff too like some, sometimes you might see bands get accused of like buying followers and stuff buying followers and listens and stuff like that yeah and i just yeah. think if that's the case let them let get on with it if that's the case yeah. if that, if that yeah. is what happens i won't, won't put too much thought in it really no. if
0: it was me well the only reason why it troubles me a bit is because i think bands get duped by it and i want to look out for them
1: well
0: i should just let it be easy. shouldn't i <laughs>
1: i should just motivation. No,
0: well done, Sam. Well done, mate. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. So, so yeah, what, I don't yeah. know really. I just, I
1: don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. So okay. I'm. <laughs> these,
0: these little things niggle me, uh, and 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 it's for the right reasons. And you know, we've talked about these type of things on previous podcasts and had frank and honest mm-hmm. uh, chats within the within the, within the industry about these type yeah. of things. And um, yeah. I've I've just seen a little spike in in those type of. Uh, comments recently and i was just interested in
1: oh, okay. raising awareness yeah. of it
0: so people are aware of it really
1: yeah i, I guess it's up to you yeah i guess it's up to, I, I don't really know much about it really so okay. i don't know
0: fair enough well what you've got what, what's coming up in sam world then um what, what have, you got, oh, what have and, you got coming up and yeah
1: i'm going to watch i'm going to watch the rifles next thursday mm-hmm. going to meet dino yeah 'Cause me and Dean have been being good friends over the last eighteen months. It's gonna be good to meet him. And then mm. what else have I got? Um we're hosting our gig in Liverpool on the twenty third of October, mm. which will be good. I'm going to see Tom Gren on the twenty second. Yeah. What else have I got? Um obviously we've got the Ras going on tour the week after. Yeah. But I've got loads of gigs. Are
0: you going Just on tour with the lads then? The Are you going on tour with them?
1: I'm going to the Newcastle and Mm. hopefully the Glasgow date the week after because they play in Aberdeen the same night as my show in Liverpool, so Ah, it clashes, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, But that was already pre-done, so I'm going to try and get to a couple of them. But obviously it's just a lot of travelling. It is a lot of travelling. Next year I'll be with them.
0: yeah you get about don't you well we need to celebrate people like you sam in the industry people that are out there in the world just enjoying life sharing the good the good music around i applaud you for doing that because i've seen you shouting about bands online and that's why i wanted to have a chat with you today so i really appreciate your time keep doing the great Aww. work that you're doing sam may and uh thanks, thanks for joining me. us today on the podcast
1: that's lovely Carl. thanks so much for having me
0: you're welcome anytime mate thank you yeah thanks sam What an amazing person to have hanging around this industry of ours, called the music industry. We need—I keep saying it. I want to say it one more time. We need more people like Sam in the world. Positive. She didn't take any of my bollocks. When I try and you know bring up topics in the industry and stuff like that, and sometimes my negativity can can overflow a little bit. She's so having none of that bollocks bless her and I don't blame her actually some great tips about managing the RAS you can uh, check out the RAS new album I'll put a link in this podcast description as well for you guys so you can check out the band loads of stuff about the business part of the industry thanks Sammy I enjoyed speaking to you mate and hopefully one day I'll put a pint in front of you at uh, a live gig and we can watch some live music together nice one Thank you. So yeah, it's been another show, guys. Next week, we've got Liam from Wenatchee, formerly Wenatchee Tribe. If you've not caught our interview with Liam and the lads um, driving around in my electric car, you can do on YouTube. Search for Wenatchee Tribe. We watched them, there's a video of them live also, which is, I think, my favourite Wenatchee Tribe, but Wenatchee, now they're called, song, on our YouTube channel too, on RGM Live. So there's loads we've always supported this band, and Liam's a great guest. He doesn't mince his words. He tells it how it is. Can't wait to speak to the guy. So that's it for this week, guys. Thanks for tuning in. I've been Karl Maloney, the host of this RGM podcast. And we'll see you next week for Liam from Wenatchee. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Be a part of it with Scott's menswear, the go-to destination for sports fashion. With a reputation spanning over 30 years, Scotts has a mega brand catalog featuring Adidas Originals, Nike, Fred Perry, Pretty Green, and many more. Here at RGM, we love the support that they offer us and the music loving community around us. Check them out at scottsmenswear.com. Hello. Did you know that you can support our podcast in many ways? Within the description of this podcast, you will see a list of all the equipment that we use. These are Amazon affiliate links. Clicking on these links take you to Amazon. If you buy whatever you're planning that week, we get a small kickback and you get a parcel at no extra cost. We would really appreciate your support. Or you can just go old school and donate a pound or whatever you feel is appropriate in there. Please subscribe, tell a friend about our show. And thank you for your support and we'll see you next week.